Howdy, howdy. Uh, I don't know what we should do for our little... Oh, Oscars! We should talk about the Oscars. So, you know, the Oscars nominations just came out. I do know they came out. And we're not going to talk about any of that. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) It's time for Cube Critics with Jacob Alloy and Max Barber. So, Max Barber, this week I watched uh, Echo. It is the new Marvel miniseries that's on Disney Plus about Maya Lopez, who's a Choctaw superhero, and she's working to take down criminal uh, kingpin Wilson Fisk while trying to repair some familial ties that have been fractured. And she's also dealing with the echoes of her past, her ancestors that are giving her her supernatural powers. Ah, Echo. uh, Yes, Echo. They echo, right? And uh, this show is so fun. Echo has finally beat Marvel's greatest supervillain, pacing this felt like it actually worked like in the time frame that it was given in the medium that it was delivered in and there is so much little things that are just so integral to the story that are so authentic um so sign language is a huge part of this the main character my lopez is deaf and played by a deaf actress Alico Cox is the name of the um, actress. And uh, you see sign language used throughout the entire show. And based on uh, the different levels of like how close of a family member she has, like how close they are related, is how much they know sign language. That was kind of a cool thing to watch. And also there's a lot of authenticity uh, paid um, to... Uh, portraying the Choctaw culture. Uh, Disney actually partnered with the Choctaw Nation and brought on consultants before filming even began to make sure that everything was uh, presented correctly. And so, anyway, it's all around great representation, a great show. Check it out, Echo on Disney+. Plus. So I am not going to recommend a new movie. I'm going to recommend a revival because this one, you it's very hard to see it nowadays. It, mm. it, it's not on streaming uh, it hasn't been released as a DVD for years, perhaps a decade. Uh, this is a film from 1990 by David Lynch called Wild at Heart. It won the Palme d'Or at Cannes, but that was controversial. It was actually booed when it won uh, because it's a weird and kind of edgy, strange, craggy, mean film. But I love it. Uh, the story tells of Nicolas Cage. He plays a character named Sailor Ripley. He's dressed in a snakeskin jacket and does an Elvis impersonation all the way through the movie, which Nicolas Cage was born to do. His girlfriend <laughs> is played by Laura Dern, one of Lynch's greatest collaborators. She's hilarious in it. She's a delight. And Ripley breaks his parole, goes on the road with her, and so the whole film is just a bizarre American road trip. Lynch is obsessed with Wizard of Oz. This is his most Wizard of Oz films, including Laura Dern's own mother, Diane Ladd, who basically plays the Wicked Witch. (laughs) She was nominated for an Oscar for the role. And it has Willem Dafoe in the sleaziest role in film history, a character named Bobby Peru who ropes Cage into a crime scheme that goes disastrously wrong. Uh, It's hard to see legally, so uh, go see it. And they'll be playing at the Parkway Theater next Tuesday. Hey, this is Jacob Alloy. I'm one of the Cube Critics. And because I watched Echo for this week of Cube Critics, I decided that I wanted to know a little bit more about the process that uh, the Choctaw Nation of Oklahoma went through when collaborating with Disney and Marvel to make the series. So I had the chance to sit down and interview the chief of the Choctaw Nation of Oklahoma, Gary Batten. Well, it's interesting. It started about a year ago. Sydney Freeland and, and some of the other people came down to our powwow, which happened th- at that time was in November. And uh, we started talking about just the, the history and how 
you know, we wanted to see if we could come up with, uh, I always felt like there's a great story, whether it's Choctaws or any Native Americans, how our Tushka warrior, our resiliency, our strength, and how we've come through and persevered and where we are today and how the tribes are doing so much better. And so it led from that discussion to Sydney and them talking to us later on in regards to uh, Marvel and Disney coming through and, and wanting to do this uh, uh, story of Echo and the continuance of that story, I guess, if you will, and just uh, turn it more into the Native American theme, which we were so excited to, to hear about. And so that's how it began. Do you see this this series with Marvel as as one of those a part of that effort, like you said, to to be able to keep parts of these stories and these and keep these uh, important cultural things alive? Yes, and that's probably the reason why I embraced it so much because you know whether it's Dances with Wolves, whether it's Echo, you hate to say it, but the rest of the world that's their perception of us as Native Americans. That's with it being Marvel, I, I, of course, it's just me. I love Marvel and, and the series and so on. But I would, I wish we could have told a little bit more realistic story. You know, I'm not thinking of a documentary. And don't get me wrong. We, we all experience trials, tribulations, rough times, you know, not knowing where we come from. You know, because I think about the boarding schools and I think about my having to leave her family to go up and, and then the kingpin and you know, are these good people? Are they bad people? We, we deal with those things as Native Americans all the time. Do we trust them? Trust is a big issue for us. So this is just one mechanism for highlighting and and showing that. But um, but yeah, there's numerous other ways that we need to be doing the preservation of our culture and history as well. You know, I think about shows like um, Reservation Dogs, Rutherford Falls, and now, of course, Echo joining that um, that uh, that uh, pantheon of of this kind of renaissance of Native storytelling in uh, in in the media right now. And I'm curious, from your perspective, having done this collaboration with Disney with Marvel to uh, develop Echo uh, and uh, to have it now you know, be out there in the world for people who don't come from a Choctaw background or, or from a Native American background to engage with the story. Is this kind of, is this the kind of process you would hope um, that, that all those stories would go through? Yes, very much so. Uh, I, I think uh, it's really just the story. The process was great though. So to me, if there was a more realistic story or if there was another story of us coming across the trail of tears, but the process of engaging from our artisans to our cultural people to our original speakers to all of that, it's the right process. It's just a matter of which story we want to tell through that process. 